0: How is working with friends? Never work with your friends. Like, how long do you think it would take you to get 20 million subscribers? be I mean like four months. Content creation is so easy for sure.
1: Come I me mean with the juicer, bro. Come on.
0: Welcome to the first
1: episode of our weekly podcast
0: in our new set. We're finally like yes. situated in a really nice space. It's <laughs> so beautiful in here.
1: So let me explain to you guys what this is. This is U Media. This is where we help creators build valuable attention. And this is our weekly podcast, but our first ever episode. And what we're going to do is we're going to answer three questions and we're going to discuss them. Um, but I don't actually know what the questions are. So apparently you found them. I've got
0: like, yeah. you know, three basic questions. Nothing too deep we're just gonna basic basic questions for now because we need to rely on the audience we need to rely on you guys to drop some questions in the comments and then we'll start answering them every week
1: fair enough
0: yeah fair enough
1: fair enough should we do some introductions maybe there's some first-time listeners that don't know who we are
0: okay go ahead Okay,
1: so <laughs> so my name is Nathan. Um, you can also find me on the Unspeakable channel. Um, I've been doing YouTube for 11 years, and we have generated probably around 35 million subscribers across all the channels, 17 billion views, which is crazy. So I've been in the creator game for quite a while now. Um, it's It's been
0: a journey. Maybe I, I should have went first because... <laughs> First of all, I've never introduced myself as a creator before. This is really like new <laughs> to me. Um, okay, my name is Cedric. I go by Sedlam on short-form content. I started uploading a few YouTube videos, and I've only been in the game for almost two years now with 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. I just hit 50,000 followers on Instagram last night and 250,000 followers on TikTok. This yeah. dude's killing it. So we're grinding out here. This
1: dude, you're killing
0: it, dude. dude I appreciate like, that. I appreciate that.
1: that. That growth is insane. I remember literally looking at your Instagram last week and you were at 35,000. Oh, I was like, yeah, followers. somewhere around that. And now you're at 50,000.
0: Yeah. That's momentum, man. What um, video
1: is going viral? What, what are, you, are you
0: buying those followers? <laughs> no, dude, yeah. I can't afford the followers. Come on. Man. It's the uh, home design content. Home design. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's wild. So. Uh, I guess to give you guys a better sense of the content that I make, it's mainly tech. I dip my toes in home design, uh, lifestyle content and gaming. Um, and I, you know, redesigned my living room and there's a video going viral right now. It's at like 3.5 million views. And so it's just climbing. Um, and that's just the unboxing video. The second video of me actually installing these like wood panels is at 800 K or something like that. Oh, wow. So it's climbing. And then. After those, those are generating views. I'm just posting and posting and posting like either every day or every other day, just building the momentum. Each of those videos are at like 100K. So it's very consistent. And I'm just gaining followers through all that stuff. That's awesome. Now you're killing it. But before we get into these
1: three very interesting questions that I don't know, but you basic questions. The (laughs) only thing we ask from you guys that if you get something valuable from this podcast, just share it with a friend, send it to one of your creator friends. Um, We're here to spread the message and just help creators make better videos, generate better ideas, and ultimately build better and more valuable attention for their audiences. So
0: yeah, I think it's a very unique like situation we got going on. We have someone who's been in the game for 10 plus years now, and then there's me who's just starting in this like new generation of content. Yeah. So I think it's very interesting to see your perspective and my my perspective. So. For sure. Yeah. Um, let's kick it off. I have this fun question. Okay. Um, let's think. I want you to think of the four most influential creators. Let's say there's a YouTuber, Mount Rushmore. Who are you putting on there?
1: <laughs> okay. Um, wow. It's hard, right? I feel like it's different answers for every person. Um, I'd say PewDiePie for, for sure. sure. Yeah. And, and OG. He's on my mountain. Um, I have to put Mr. Beast up there. Same. I just, I have to like
0: Casey Neistat. Dude, we are three for three right now. Really? Yeah. You're, That's is exact, this, yeah. Is this, this is exactly what I would have said. Oh man. What would be the fourth? Dude? Mine's Okay. My fourth one is very personal. Because this is like one of my YouTube childhood heroes. It's uh, Ryan Higa. Okay. So those are my four.
1: That would, yeah. I didn't watch too much of him.
0: Yeah. He got me into YouTube. Like he was probably one of the first creators I've ever watched. And then just watching him grow until he stopped making content. It was like yeah, crazy.
1: Yeah. For me, my fourth would probably be... It was someone that I grew up watching, probably Captain Sparkles. Oh, an yeah. OG Minecraft YouTuber. OG Minecraft YouTuber. I think he's still he's making still content pumping too. out videos today, still making content. But yeah, I used to watch him grow. He was like one of the person. He's one of the one first of the people ones. that inspired me
0: to start YouTube. So um, we need that a um, uh, Mount Rushmore content creator. You could do it at Boulder, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: could make it. We can make we can a make creator of Mount Rushmore
0: at Boulder Adventure <laughs> Park, man. Oh, Tell, tell everyone what is Boulder for those who don't know. So Boulder is a
1: adventure park that we built. Um, we pretty much so it's it's really interesting how this whole story came along. Yeah. Um, it, well first off it's an adventure park where it has like slides and rock climbing and all kinds of stuff and uh, I'm an investor in it and we opened it I think like a year ago. I think it's doing actually pretty well, like really, really well. Yeah. It's in Epic, it's in this place called Epic Central. So mm-hmm. it's in Dallas, and there's tons of other like amusement parks there. There's like a water park there. It's it's really cool. I've never like opened something like this. And I was I actually helped launch it as well. And you know, the videos. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. videos and stuff like so that. So it's cool, but it was funny because a long time ago I wanted to open a trampoline park because we do so many trampoline videos. Yeah. So I remember I was like, okay, what if I buy a building and then put all the trampolines in it? And then I slowly kept going down the road of like figuring out how to get people to come to it. And then there were so many other people doing trampoline parks. You have like Urban Air, so many competitors and whatnot. And I got to the end of that road and I was just like, man, this is a lot of work. Like the insurance, the liability, the everything about it. I was just like. I should just make more YouTube videos, like <laughs> just focus on you that, you know. And then, and then, like a year later, I had, you know, this investor group reach out to me for the adventure park, and I was just like, "Wow, hmm. this is interesting," because I wanted to do this. So, well, this that kind full of like circle.
0: that kind of leads into my second question: is I do this at the office a lot? I guess to follow up, I work. You know, I'm one of your videographers and editors, and that's how I started content creation too. But uh, I'm sometimes I'm at the office and I kind of like walk out of a meeting, and I'll kind of just like think to myself, the company has grown a lot. So do you ever just like stop for a minute and just like look around and be like, wow, like we're yeah. building something pretty pretty amazing here.
1: No, you definitely have to, because like present present moments are so powerful. Yeah, if you think of like. The present moment that we're in right now is the only moment that you can feel, right? Yeah. Like you can always think about the future and plan it, but it's not there. And the past has already happened. So why dread on it? Why think about it? You know, you can't change it, right? Mm-hmm. So present moments are super powerful. I mean, yeah, I do. Sometimes It everything moves so fast that it is hard to like take a moment sometimes because it's just like film this, film this, review this meet with this, do the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And my life has never been that way. So it's like, it just all speeds up so quick. But at the end of the day, I just, I love what we do. We love like creating things. I love growing things. So it, it feels like I'm kind of always in that present moment, you know, like it's, I don't know. It's, it's very easy for me to get super excited about the future and all the things that we're going to build in the future. But I mean, you just got to live in the present because it's the only
0: moment you have. Yeah, you know? like, exactly. It's just because like, I don't know. I just think back to like three years ago, the way we operated back then was <laughs> was rough, man. But it was fun. like, you know, in the moment back then, the way we operated, we're like, oh, dude, this is so efficient. Like we're killing it. And yeah. then like you kind of just think about now we got different departments. We got different teams. We got like groups of editors in-house now, you know, we have production assistants that we've been like begging for because the setup and cleanup is brutal. You know, like the teams in general are just expanded so much. So it's, it's really crazy to see all that growth. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is.
1: But the content needs it too. Oh know? yeah. I like mean, our videos are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think we're almost getting to a point where we have enough people where we can't actually hire more people for videos because me, Gabe and James, the stars of the channel, only have so much time to film so many videos.
0: Yeah. You know? can't like hire more talent. Yeah. So know?
1: the only reason we would need to hire more and more people is if the videos get bigger and they take longer and longer to set up. But right now, I think we've kind of found that perfect balance. We have 35 employees right now. So... Wow. we we have like kind of that perfect balance where like they can only set up so much stuff, but we can only film so much stuff. Yeah. You know?
0: How is that working with friends? Like over the past few years, this is leading to my third question. Um, you know, you started the channel. Obviously, it's just you. And mm-hmm. eventually you bring on James and Gabe, some of your best friends. How is it now that like the business has evolved so much? Is the relationship still like very... Uh, friend driven or has it become like a business relationship in a sense? I think
1: it's still very friend driven. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, it's definitely more business driven now too, because we do business together, mm-hmm. you know, but like, I don't think it's hurt our relationship at all. Yeah. I think if anything it's helped it because, you know, I'm able to help them grow in their lives as well, whether it's financially or whether it's, um, you know, like relationship wise, like working with teams and building bonds or, or whatever it might be, um, or, or career wise, right. Cause they're building incredible skills to learn how to, you know, develop content, work with teams. And like, they've seen the team grow from the beginning too. So like watching a company grow like that, like it's insane. They're building really, really good. We're all building like really, really good skills, um, skills that can't really be found in many other places or industries. Yeah. So I don't think it's really affected our relationship at all. If anything, I think it's made it stronger. I think it has made it stronger, like for sure. But yeah, I do see a lot of people that say like, never work with your friends and you know, like I, I don't know. That stuff just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Cause I feel like if you do work with your friends, you have a better understanding of who that person is versus you, Versus you working with someone random and it takes so much time to build a good friendship too. Yeah. Like you can't just build a good friendship after like a couple, you know, dinners with someone like it takes years to build like a really solid friendship. Um, So, you know, our friendship was already started. It was already strengthened by those years of memories. So when we were able to start making content together, you could see it in the content too. You could see our friendship come out because we've already known each other for so long. And I think that's super important uh, because we made content together. I think it would have been a little different if we were in a different industry. Like um, let's say we're selling cars. Yeah, You know, like that's like, yeah, that, that relationship still matters, but it's just, Different because we're on camera. So our personalities have to align. We got to be able to tell each other jokes, you know, make fun of each other. Like, and you just can't do that unless you've been friends for a long time. Otherwise, it's just
0: weird. Was there any skepticism to hire them on? Or was it like you just kind of had them in the videos at first, right? Just for fun. And then you're like, okay, maybe I got to start paying these guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, from what I remember, it was
0: just kind of like, it just happened.
1: Yeah, I was just like, "Yo, you guys want to be in some videos?" and they were like, "Sure." Sure. You know, and we didn't really set up anything like it just kind of happened. I was just like, "Oh, can you like, you know, go do this prank or like, <laughs> can I can you help me film this?" or yeah. like, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like we had a formal agreement and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I need you to be yeah. here for 3 days a week, you know." Eventually it did turn into that, but like in the beginning it was, it was very
0: natural. Yeah, it was very natural. James was your first cameraman. Yeah. Good times, huh? Yeah, James
1: James was literally my first cameraman. It's yeah, cool to
0: see the way everyone has evolved in their roles. Like, I started as a photographer for the company. And then I remember a couple months later, I'm like, I shoot video, man, if you if you ever want some help with a video. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was, thank God we, we got me on the videos, because, like, I don't know how long I could have taken pictures of merchandise. Yeah.
1: And now you're, like, leading creative meetings. We're hosting a podcast together. Like, yeah. it's just...
0: We've started this channel, and then uh, Jordan and I started the Studios channel. So yeah the company the channels like everything is just growing, yeah that's a,
1: that's another thing the unspeakable studios channel y'all literally started that we took like that was we, y'all's we idea we pitched that
0: so many times like dude yeah because so much stuff was happening off set and we're like this is hilarious let's just film it uh and post it on another channel because back then it was a behind the scenes channel and we're like dude this would crush it yeah you know and now we've just turned it into like a little mini vlog channel and it's still like killing it you know it yeah. was on its deathbed for a while but we revived it
1: yeah it's doing um we're almost at i think we're at 20 maybe 22 million monthly views yeah um, which is crazy if you see the growth on this channel in the beginning of this year bro the beginning <laughs> of this year we were at 3 million monthly views now we're at 22 that's
0: insane in the in the course of like six or seven months and there were times where we would just upload like twice a month just because like the vlogs were so busy. But then yeah. again, it just goes into hiring more people. Like, me and Jordan aren't just the only cameramen anymore. We got two more. We got more editors. So everything is more efficient. We could finally grow more channels. Yeah. Dude, it, it's been crazy seeing the growth. Yeah. It has been wild for sure.
1: But is that your third question? Yeah. No way. This is already
0: over. I got I got more. I, I brought some backups. Hold Br- on. Bring I, out I, the backups, I bro. Wrote, I wrote some... I wrote some on my phone. Here we go. Bring out. The oh, this, this one's a little juicy. Hit me with the juicy ones, bro. Come on. No, oh, it's not really juicy, but... So how, this is something I want to learn, is how do you find the balance between your work life and your personal life? Or does that even exist? Is <laughs> your personal life work?
1: So the way, I, the way I look... Well, first off, to answer your question in the most simple way, I don't think there is balance. I don't think it exists. I, I think it's I think it's something people try to fight and people try to balance and like it just doesn't it just doesn't work. I think it totally depends on where you are in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, let's say you have someone that's been, you know, Building a company for 15 years. They finally build it to a point where it's making, you know, $10 million a year or something crazy. And then they decide to, you know, step away from the company a little bit and find some balance, right? Like you could consider that balance, right? But another way to look at it is I think your life has seasons. And those seasons, sometimes you just got to go all in. Sometimes you just got to be like, there is no balance there yeah. is no like you know like you are starting youtube you're starting youtube you i know you've been doing like shorts and tiktoks for a long time but you're just now getting into youtube mm-hmm. i think you have like four videos up right now um but like i think this is this is the season for you to just go all in like maybe for the next 2 years and just like hey there is no balance like I'm going to work on the weekends. I'm going to, the, the the question is like, what do you want to, what do you want to sacrifice for what level of success you want to get out of it? And for me, the first like four to five years of my YouTube journey, it was nonstop going and it's still that way today. But when I say nonstop, I mean like I didn't take a, there was not a sink. So now I take like one day, one to two days off a week, like Saturday, like weekends usually. But first five years, I didn't take a single day off. Wow. I mean, it was like like nothing. Like I would, like one day off was like extremely rare. And I was working all day. And some people, like when they hear that, they're like, that is, that's brutal. It didn't suck because I loved what I was doing. But I realized that that was a season in my life where if I could just grind this out, for 5 years. I remember there's one year I uploaded 800 YouTube videos. Like I was just I was all in and then I was like I can chill later. Yeah. You know, like I had the my mindset was, you know, kind of messed up. It was like I can sleep when I'm dead. Like I just I don't need to sleep right now. You know, it it was unhealthy. It was. I was obsessed. It was unhealthy. Um I I still tried to be consistent with actual health though. Like I still tried to eat healthy, go to the gym, you know? So I guess the other question is a better question. I mean, is to understand that your life is going to have seasons and sometimes you have to go all in. But I think the other question is what are you willing to sacrifice? And I think you have to answer that, right? Um, Because if you can lay out what you're willing to sacrifice to get to whatever goal you're trying to achieve then that could be your balance, right? So maybe for an example, maybe you're like, I am not willing to sacrifice my health, which I think everyone should do. Like, do not sacrifice your health. Like, so you're like, okay, I'm still gonna go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna eat healthy every day, um, you know? So I'm not gonna compromise on that, right? So maybe that's the first thing you do in in the morning or whatever. Or um, maybe another one would be relationships, Family, Right. Not going to compromise on that. Right. So, you know, if if my mom wants to get dinner, like I'm going to do it. Right. Um, And maybe there's other things like, you know, obviously you got to take care of your pets and, you know, all that stuff. Right. Um, But I think like people expect life to just be this well balanced thing. And it's that just it just doesn't exist. I've never believed in that. I don't think that exists. I think maybe like Maybe when you retire, but like even retiring sounds terrible because then your life has no purpose.
0: You're like, what are you doing? What do you got going on the next day?
1: Yeah, it is so insane to me that people think that, okay, I'm going to work for the, you know, let's say you start working when you're 20 and you work all the way till you're 60. I'm going to work for 40 years and then I'm going to retire and live my life.
0: Or you could grind for five years, hardest work you ever put in and then you can rest whenever
1: yeah or you could just live your life the entire time exactly like you know like But you really got to understand that your life has seasons, right? And when you're into, let's say you're going to go into a season of grind mode and you're like, all right, for the next year, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to upload 300 videos. I'm going to post 300 shorts. Every single video is going to get better and better and better, right? And then you just lay out the things that you're like, okay, I'm not going to sacrifice on my health, my friendships, and my relationships because I don't don't want to lose those. And then just forget about everything else. Like I had like I lost a ton of friendships when I was in that grind zone I could count my hand I could count my friends on one hand that was it but before that I had a lot of friends and um, I also had a lot of people that were in the YouTube space that would always want to hang out with me hey let's go do this hey you want to come out to la for this party thing and I never just would never do it because I'm like uh, I just I wouldn't care to build relationships with people. I wouldn't care to network with people because I just told myself that if I get insanely successful at YouTube, then those relationships and that networking will just come to me. Yeah, you know, like let my success speak for itself. Let the people be attracted to me versus me trying to build these you know relationships and network with these people. Like, you know, that was just kind of my. It just made sense to me. So but, nonstop grind essentially. Yeah. I mean, you just got to look at like, I don't know, like what season of your life are you in? And I think the biggest question is just like how bad you want it. Yeah. Cause like, if you want it bad enough, like you're going to figure out a way to get it. It's true. At the end of the day, you will like, you just will. And if you want it bad enough, you're going to set the goals. You're going to make the content. You're going to do the hard things. You're going to learn the lessons, make the failures, whatever.
0: Um, you know, it's just how bad you want it. So after your season of grinding, imagine your channel just disappears. How are, And it's the, today's time. So you started back then in like 2012, right? Um, so imagine restarting from zero. How would you do it to get back to where you were? Restarting from zero. Yeah. Like you're, you're saying all like, channels, like... All channels wiped out. Like right? now, like today. Like in today's time. Like right now. Yeah, with all the resources that YouTube has to offer nowadays compared to what they had 10, 12 years ago. Hmm. Like, what would you do differently? How would you grind it out differently? Because I feel like there's so much more opportunity and it's so much easier to grow on, on social media these days. Wow. All the platforms that are out now, all the different like forms of content, long form, short form. Yeah. How would you reach 35 million across, or maybe just one channel hits 35 million? You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I still have all my knowledge, right? Yeah. So okay. like you, so you we're, were starting. Yeah. Gotcha. you. Wow.
1: Um, tough one huh dang if I have all the knowledge I got right now dude it's freaking game over
0: like it's game over it's like I wish I could do Oh my, go gosh. back in time with all the knowledge and you know like invest in bitcoin properly or something
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had all the knowledge that I have right now from youtube and all my channels got reset to zero I mean I would obviously do what I know yeah you know um that's crazy just to think about it there oh, there's just so many things that are coming to my head right now I, i'm almost like you I also
0: have don't have a team anymore oh <laughs> okay 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 so this is all you <laughs> okay dude. so it's all me like i'm it's editing my own videos. you're editing your own videos you're setting Ooh. up you're cleaning up like how long do you think it would take you to get 20 million subscribers well that's unfair because you're not even at 20 million on the vlog channel. <laughs> T- 1 million um, I think I could do it in a year,
1: probably under a year. Yeah, I feel like um, we see that a lot these days. Like- I, I'm very confident I could do it in under a year. So what what I would do, so the first thing I would do is obviously identify what content I'm gonna make and what type of audience I'm gonna make it for. Mm-hmm. So, what's my content? What's my audience? Audience comes first. Um, you know, once I define what the audience is, then I can figure out what kind of content I'm gonna make for this audience. The next thing i would do is i would research the entire market and learn every single creator that is in that market let's say the market is tech i would find every single active tech youtuber or instagrammer or tech talker that was making content and i would build an entire database of everything they've done i would figure out how many videos they have what are their most popular videos? I would figure out what are they uploading? You know, what what videos have gone viral in the past year? What are their strategies? I would I would break down, like, why, why do their videos get so many views? Is it because they're funny? Is it because they get the tech before anyone else? Is it because, you know, like, what are all the reasons? And then after that, I would develop a strategy for how I would be completely different from them. Um because it's it, it, the only way you're gonna stand out is if you're different. You just can't copy other people and expect to stand out. Like That just doesn't even make any sense, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, our entire life, we are trained to follow the leader in terms of making things better or faster. It's like, oh, that dude did a really interesting video. I'm gonna do the same thing, but I'm gonna make it better. I'm gonna tell a better story, right? Wouldn't even do that. I would just do it completely differently. How can I do it completely differently? If this dude is filming tech videos and he is sitting in his office, can I make the craziest tech review videos ever? Can I do them in a subway? Can I do them racing around a track? Like, like, what could I do? I would just start throwing out just that. That would be my next step: is brainstorming, throwing out hundreds of ideas. Um, even if they're stupid. Just get them out there. Let's just build a huge spreadsheet of 1,000 video ideas um, on how I can be different from these creators and stand out. Um, The next thing I would do, or I guess this would be a part of the brainstorming process, is I would figure out my categories of content that I'm going to create. Every channel has its categories. Um, If you're a tech Youtuber, you maybe have a category of content where you review it. Maybe you have a category of content where you test it for a week. Maybe you have a category of content where you talk about the the new tech coming up in the future. Um, you know, so I would build out these categories that I think are are special, and then I would try to plan all the videos around those categories. So, like for, for the Unspeakable channel, we have a category of me surviving. On things, We have a category where we build things like we built the world's biggest Lego house. We are about to build the world's biggest cardboard house, like stuff like that. So I'd figure out those categories and that's how I would organize the ideas. Um, then I would just start picking the ideas that I think are the most interesting. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to figure that out till you start putting them out there and just seeing what sticks. But I would pick the ones that I think are the most interesting or the most different from most Um, I would also focus, hmm, I would probably focus 80% of my time on long form, 20% on shorts.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: And I think a lot of people would probably do the opposite. Yeah. Especially in today's time. (laughs) Yeah. But at the end of the day, long form makes the money, Mm -hmm. you know, and long form is also more difficult. Yeah, I know. It's more difficult to make a long form video. It's more difficult to build long form audience and viewership. Um, but I like to do the hard things first Yeah. and doing those hard things first and focusing more and more time on that is going to build a better relationship with all the viewers. You really can't build a super, super dedicated audience on short form. You can. It's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. It definitely is. It's just a lot more difficult mm-hmm. and people are going to be way more engaged In a 10-minute video, they're going to be way more interested in a longer video than they are in a 30, 45-second video, Um, and they're just going to keep scrolling, you know? Um, So I would probably, yeah, I would probably do 80%. But then again, here's the thing. It also depends on what type of content you're making, right? Mm -hmm. Because every audience is different, right? So there could be a certain type of audience that only watches this type of content in long form And then maybe you could make it for short form, you know? Like I really don't see a lot of tech review type videos in short form. Like has anyone done like a super quick 60-second review of the new iPhone in short form? Maybe they have. Yeah, Probably exists. I just don't see it very often. It's more so the longer videos, like the 10-minute tech review videos. They break it down, you know? Um, So I would try to think of what are things that I could pull That other people aren't focusing on in my audience or niche that I'm doing. So if all of the creators are focusing on short form, then I would just double down on long form. If all of the creators are doing the opposite, I would do the opposite. I would just try to do the opposite of what they do because I think that's what what's going to make you stand out. Because if you go into an industry and every single creator is only making short form content and you start making long form and your long form is just like 10 times better than all their short form, you're going to start to stand out and you're also going to make a lot of money because long form makes the money. True. <laughs> so, um, and then what would I do after that? Um, after that, I would obviously start making the videos, posting them, editing them, um, that would be a grind. Do you? Think, I haven't
0: edited a video in like six yeah. years. So, do you think that if you were to edit a video in today's like YouTube uh, ecosystem or whatever, how long do you think it will take for you to edit to your liking these days? I literally haven't edited a video in like six years. And like the way you know you edited your videos back then, completely different to how Comple- videos. Are I now. would have to relearn that entire skill. You would have to relearn yep. the entire skill. You would have to think of like, oh, what moments are people going to stick around for and like actively think about retention in the back of your head. Like that's something that you probably never thought about back then. Yeah. So it's such a weird skill to like relearn and then have to apply all those new rules essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be difficult, but it, it's,
1: I think the other stuff is more, more difficult. Yeah. I think, you know, learning how to edit, it's not hard. Um, and I used to know how to do it. So, and I still have some basic, knowledge of it so i don't think it'd be that hard for me to pick it back up but yeah it's been it's been like six or seven years since i've edited a video
0: we should have you edit one of the media channel videos (laughs) (laughs) three cameras two mics you're gonna have to give me like four months (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine but um yeah i mean that's
1: probably what i would do i would just really the biggest thing i would focus on is just creating the most unique best ideas um because i mean ultimately that's that's the way you're going to stand out that's how i blew up my first channel you know seven, eight, nine years ago. Um, my best ideas went viral. My most unique thumbnails that didn't look like anyone else's thumbnails went viral. Um, you know, and the only way I figured out what went viral was just through trial and error, just doing it again and again and learning and learning and learning. Um, so yeah, I would just, I would just do the same thing, but yeah, I would just really focus on those ideas, and, and it's hard to focus on good ideas when you're now. Obviously, I have all the knowledge that that I know, but if you're just starting on YouTube or maybe you're at a thousand or ten thousand subscribers or even a hundred thousand, focusing on good ideas is is always going to be extremely difficult. Um, and you have to focus on your audience too, right? You have to figure out like what is remarkable to them? What is unique to them? What is different to them? What have they not seen before? What are ideas that you could merge together that they're familiar with? There's, there's so many ways to think of ideas. Um, but (laughs) I think the next thing I would do would just be I would take it very seriously. You have to. I would I would I would not come out of my cave for <laughs> You'd an be in entire the season. year. You'll be you'll be in the season. I'm serious. <laughs> I dude, I don't bro, it's it's brutal. It, it, it ain't a joke. <laughs> it's brutal. It ain't a joke, dude. If you want to be the best, you got to do what the 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 point zero
0: five percent. That's the thing. Do, people man. people think content creation so easy. Physically, absolutely easy. not. Physically, like dude, it's not like we're blue collar workers, but like content is hard, man. You want to know what's so difficult about
1: content creation? You have to. Well, first, there's no competition, right? Well, okay, there is competition, but in reality, you're not directly competing with someone like football. If you play football, you can study an opponent, you can figure out where he's going to run, you can figure out how he's going to throw the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get better off that. I can't study other creators. I have no idea what they're doing. I like I just it it's not like we're directly facing off each other, right? So I always say like like I feel like f- um being a creator is kind of like playing golf. When you play golf, you don't directly face someone. It's like it's like it's like playing yourself in a mirror. Like you don't even Know what's coming next. So it's incredibly difficult. So that is the first thing that makes being a creator difficult. The second thing is you have to learn how to um, entertain an entire audience, right? So you have to be, you have to tell stories, you have to, you know, build emotions, you have to learn all of these things that people in Hollywood study for years and years and years. Uh, So you have to do all of that. The next thing you have to do is you have to be, you have to learn how to be an advertiser because you have to package your videos very well. Titles, thumbnails, um, intros, hooks, you have to, you know, so you got to learn how to be a great writer and you've got to learn what is unique things to that audience. And the next thing you got to do is you got to do all the work to make it. You got to edit it. You got to film it. So you got to know about cameras, microphones, audio. Um, you got to know about all that stuff, right? And then you got to be an interesting person because no one's gonna watch your content if you're not interesting, if your personality is not good or you're not funny or you're not interesting. Like people are just gonna click away because they're like, why am I watching this? Yeah. You have to do all of those things.
0: And you have to be an entrepreneur. You gotta know how the business works. And
1: you have to be an entrepreneur and you have to figure out how to make money so you can pay for your mics and your cameras and your and your props for your next video. It is insane to me that anyone thinks like being a creator is easy. It's not like it is like I, I, I kid you not. It's probably one of the most difficult jobs on the planet. There is I don't remember the exact statistics, but there is like I think that it's there's two million YouTube channels that have over 10,000 subscribers. And then there's like 30,000 YouTube channels that have a million subscribers, but there's only like a thousand or nine hundred YouTube channels that have 10 million or more subscribers. So basically, if you want to go from 10,000 subscribers to 10 million, you have a 0.05% chance. Wow, geez. So you have to do what the 0.05% of creators do to hit 10 million subscribers. That is insane. You have to really figure out how to stand out, how to be different really how to build an audience, how to be an entertainer, how to like, it's just like, it's so many things. Right. And I say this not to scare people away or scare creators away, because if you believe in yourself, you can do it because I did it. Was it the hardest thing I ever did? Yes. And I feel like I'm just getting started too. Like, this is just the beginning of my journey as well. Um, but it's like, you just keep going. And the the thing about being a creator is you build momentum. And momentum, once you have it going, is really hard to stop. So if you're a creator
0: and, you know... I'm building you're, it right now. You, I'm trying to build upon it right now. You
1: have momentum right now. You just had some viral videos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Why would you stop? Exactly. You're not going to stop. Nope. Why would you stop? You have that momentum going for you. You've hit a couple of really good goes and you're like, you're just going to keep going, right? So that momentum behind you is very powerful. It's that force that is helping you push through and just keep going. Um but, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like like I said earlier, the people that want it bad enough are going to get it. They're going to figure out a way to get it. Um, the best creators in the world are people that just truly love creating. Um, I truly loved creating, and I think that's what got me to this point. I think if you, um, you know, are a creator for other reasons, like you're just like, I just want to sell people things. I don't really want to create. Like, you're just never going to be... I mean, sure, maybe you might get 100,000, 500,000 subs, but you'll you'll never be 10 million plus. So I also think like you have to dedicate your entire life to it. Like it it, it becomes you. It's a commitment. That's who you are. That's who you're going to be identified as. That's all you're going to talk about. That's all you're going to know. Um, It just becomes an obsession. But at the end of the day, I love what I do. I wouldn't trade it for anything um
0: so it's it's not a bad thing but Con- content creation is hard but it doesn't have to be and that's what we're going to teach you guys here on the UMedia channel so to close out make sure you guys drop questions and we're going to answer them next week right
1: let's do it any questions you guys got please drop them below it could be anything it could be difficult questions it could be if you're a creator struggling with something i don't care what it is let us know um, we'll dive into it. We'll talk about it. We'll address them. We we are really just here to help you guys, um, e- even if it doesn't have to do with being a creator. Maybe you're like, man, I, I like I'm a creator, but I'm struggling with this over here. Like it could just be like like maybe maybe it's a maybe you don't believe in yourself. Maybe you maybe you're a creator and you're really good at being creator, but you're really terrible at being disciplined. And you know, like so whatever your question is. Don't be afraid to ask. Drop them down below. We're going to figure out the best ones, the most interesting ones, and we'll talk about them.
0: All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)